Greetings, everyone. I'm Jeffrey K. Lyons. The wife of former head of Fox News, Beth Ailes, reacts to whistleblowers that revealed that a Fox News donation portal for Fox employees offers Fox matching funds for a satanic temple and other left-wing groups. Jason Aldean's song, Try That in a Small Town, is canceled from country music television, and the fans are pushing back. And as Disney continues to stack up multi-billion dollar losses, a new American-friendly theme park is scheduled to open in Oklahoma in the near future. And finally, Texas Governor Greg Abbott defends the border with a floating barrier in the Rio Grande, which the federal government wants removed. All of this and Dictionary Wars on today's edition of Narrative Wars. I'm your host, Dr. Jeffrey K. Lyons. You don't want to miss this. We the people are sick and tired. Let's peel back the curtain of confusion to shed light upon the mainstream media madness. And now, Narrative Wars with your host, Jeffrey K. Lyons. We the people are sick and tired. Well, greetings, everyone. Let's jump right into it. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, The first story here is Beth Ailes, and uh, she is the wife of Roger Ailes, who has passed away, but he was the really the brainchild, the producer, the person that uh, made Fox News what it is, basically put Fox News on the map. And this story has to do with a number of whistleblowers at Fox who have blown the whistle in terms of showing or uh, revealing that the there's a company portal that uh, the company makes available for the employees of Fox and uh, you can donate money and Fox will match uh, donations for certain donations. Now, this is not unusual. A number of large companies have similar uh, portals where you can donate money to nonprofits, to charities. However, in this case, uh, it has come up that the Fox portal uh, to allow you uh, employees to donate uh, includes employee donations of up to $1,000 will be matched by Fox uh, to the Satanic Temple, the Trevor Project, Planned Parenthood, and the Southern Poverty Law Center, and other liberal charities. Let's take a listen to cut number one. Now let's bring in the wife of Roger Ailes. Now this Satanic Temple, I, my jaw dropped when, it, when I saw this. What are your thoughts? What, what do you think Roger would be thinking? Well, I talked to my son, Zach, about this when I first heard, and he said, Mom, I could just hear Dad saying, come on, guys, what are we doing here? This is completely nuts, stupid. Let's find the evildoer who thought this thing up and fire him. And I concur with Zachary's assumption that Dad would say that. Uh, This is just a betrayal of the Fox News core audience that he had sought to serve for so long. And it's an example of how the Murdochs 
have decided that they will give us all these reasons why this is okay. And they will seek to have a triumph of reason over instinct. And all of us know that devil worship, gender-affirming care, you name it, some of the themes of these organizations that are available to match the donations, they are all they are evildoers, and as Christians, we have an obligation to call them out. Christianity is under attack, and what we're seeing from Fox is industrialized devil worship. Well, she made it very clear that this is not the type of philosophy that Roger Ailes had when he uh, created basically the brand, which is Fox News, and that uh, giving, supporting uh, these uh, causes, these left-wing causes, a Satanic Temple, Trevor Project, Planned Parenthood, uh, which is uh, Planned Non-Parenthood because, of course, they are pro-abortion, and Southern Poverty Law Center, which is sort of a far-left version of the ACLU, which... Um, attacks the uh, First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and many of the foundational concepts and precepts of the Constitution of the United States in terms of liberties. So, continuing, uh, there's another report here. Now, this was in Blaze Media, and they uh, had to, they were early on this story, breaking this story, and this was uh, July 21st, 2023. Of course, all of this is in the show notes uh, for you to take a look at. Joseph Mackinnon with this story. Uh, insiders revealed to Blaze Media that Fox will subsidize some of the very activist groups that despise and seek the ruin of the network's viewers, evidencing a, quote, complete disregard and hatred, unquote, for its core audience, which is what Roger Ailes' wife, Beth Ailes, uh, pointed out that it's a complete betrayal of the core principles which the uh, base audience, the majority of viewers and listeners to Fox News, uh, it is a betrayal of that uh, core, those core sets of values to uh, be supporting uh, these sorts of left-wing organizations. The article continues, uh, quote, Fox Giving, quote, is an app in the company portal that facilitates charitable donations via the Canadian-based donation management platform, uh, Benevity. Fox will apparently match donations up to $1,000 to various organizations that satisfy the company's criteria. Well, not only do they open up a window that allows employees to give to these companies or nonprofits, I should say, directly through a company portal, but Fox doubles down by saying, when you give, we'll give and match up to $1,000. So Fox is saying, you know, we approve of and not only approve of uh, these organizations, but we want to also uh, give money and encourage you to do the same. The article continues, while on its face this appears to be a little more than attempted corporate beneficence, the company is willing to match donations to the Satanic Temple, 
Trevor Project, Planned Parenthood, local Planned Parenthood branches, and Southern Poverty Law Center, radical leftist groups. They are, of course, the antithesis of what the core audience at Fox believes in, in terms of values. So this is, uh, again, another reason to cut the cable, another reason to say no to Fox. Now, there are still, of course, some stories out there that Fox covers that have value. There are a few reporters and, and a few stories uh, that, that are worth listening to. But overall, if the Murdochs uh, at the top are making decisions which lead uh, to this type of behavior at Fox, certainly this is a cause of concern. And it should also give reason to former viewers or current, even current viewers of Fox that uh, perhaps you should spend uh, more time or the majority of your time looking elsewhere and um, not just consuming Fox as your primary uh, means of information in terms of a news source. Well, moving on to our next story, this one has to do with country music. So Jason Aldean uh, has put out a song. Now, this was back in May of this year. Try that in a small town. But it is gaining uh, a tremendous amount of um, followers. Uh, it is gaining a, a certain uh, degree of uh, controversy uh, for those that uh, do not support uh, the values that are espoused in this song. Uh, it... Uh, Unfortunately for the uh, left-wing people, I suppose they want a, a song that uh, features, not only features, but applauds the uh, burning of buildings, the destruction of property, the destruction of life, uh, which of, we all witnessed and we saw the summer of 2020. Remember that? The summer of love. Not exactly. It was the summer of destruction. Well, this song, Try That in a Small Town, is saying, hell no, we've had enough, and uh, we don't want that to be happening in our communities, in our towns, and in our uh, rural areas, in our small towns. And so you would think that um, this is a message which would resonate across America, but apparently not. The left-wing loonies uh, think it's uh, wonderful to have um, burning and destruction and police departments burned down and police spit on and American flags burnt. Well, before we listen to the actual song, Jason Aldean is being pilloried on social media. He is being criticized. He's being called all sorts of uh, names and uh he says, uh, well, I'll, I'll let you hear what he said. This is from a recent concert, and he responded, and uh, he uh, made these remarks before he sang his song, uh, Try That in a Small Town. And so let's take a listen to these comments from a recent concert uh, just a few days ago. Well, I gotta tell you guys, man, it's been a lonely ass week. 
It's been a long week and I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of stuff suggesting I'm this, suggesting I'm that. Hey, here's the thing, here's the thing. Here's one thing I feel. I feel like everybody's entitled to their opinion. You can think, you can, you can think something all you want to, it doesn't mean it's true, right? So. What I am is a proud American. I'm proud to be from here. I love our country. I want to see it restored to what it once was before all this bullshit started happening to us. I love my country, I love my family, and I will do anything to protect that. I can tell you that right now. out there and one thing I love you guys know how it is this day and age cancel culture is a thing that's something that if people don't like what you say they try and make sure that they can cancel you which means try and ruin your life ruin everything one thing I saw this week was a bunch of country music fans that could see through a lot of the bullshit all right So uh, you could see, and that cut went, it was a bit longer than uh, most cuts that we play here on Narrative Wars, but I wanted you to listen and experience the crowd, the crowd noise, the feedback, and uh, really sense what the crowd was expressing. And you could hear them chanting, chanting uh, spontaneously, USA. You could hear them uh, chanting and rejoicing when he said, hey, I love my country, I love the flag, and I want to protect my, my family and not do anything to protect them. So this crowd was already familiar with the controversy and they wanted to hear him play uh, that song. Uh, and so we're going to give uh, a brief listen. It's not the entire cut. You can find it out there and, um, you know, support him. If, if you uh, are a fan, uh, let's listen to a portion of the song. Try that in a small town. On a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think you're tough Well try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road Around here we take care of our own You cross that line, it won't take long For you to find out, I recommend you don't Try that in a small town Well, as I mentioned, this song is exploding around the country and so it, uh, of course, he's country music and his video 
uh, supplies the images uh, to these lyrics, and they are quite powerful. Well, the video's been running on CMT or country music television, and now CMT is facing a fierce backlash. This is a story Fox News, Christian Parks, and it was July 20th. Uh, CMT faces fierce backlash online after yanking uh, Jason Aldean's music video. Uh, and so here's a, uh, a portion of that story. Fans lashed out at country music television after it pulled singer Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town music video this week following accusations that it was racist. Now, he doesn't talk about races. Uh, he doesn't talk black and white uh, in this video. But, of course, the political left, they love to use the word racist. In fact, there's even stories out there that mathematics is racist. So, go figure. Uh, they just love to drop the racist card for all different uh, for a variety of different reasons and we're saying here at narrative wars no 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 that's just not right we're not gonna put up with that well the article continues al dean had enraged liberal activists with his new music video uh, which has anti-crime pro-law enforcement themes and tells criminals that their behavior won't be tolerated in rural America. Well, what's wrong with that? You know, who wants crime in their front yard or their backyard? Who wants crime in their neighborhood? Well, but uh, what the political left uh, wants to promote, of course, is defunding of police, which means more crime. The article goes on, the music video plays footage from left-wing riots, uh, and we talked about that earlier, uh, the summer of 2020 and the Antifa riots, which raised across America, smash and grab robberies. Activists accused the song of being racist. You know, this is just ridiculous. It has nothing to do with racism, just has to do with mobs of people breaking the law. And Jason is saying this isn't right. This isn't rocket science, uh, folks. So uh, Jason uh, Aldean responds, quote, Yeah, you think, uh, well, this is the uh, lyrics from the song. Yeah, you think you're tough? Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Round here, we take care of our own. You cross the line. It won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't. So, you know, there's a saying about country music, uh, three chords and a, a, a story, a story that is moving. And this is a pretty powerful example of that. The music is simple, but it's powerful. It's driving. And there certainly is a story to tell here. Here's another follow-up uh, tweet. This is from DC Drano, and this recently came out. Quote, CMT is censoring Jason Aldean's new music video. Try that in a small town. He said, most mainstream artists promote drugs, gangs, violence, and sleeping around. Jason says, quote, hey, let's not rob old ladies and burn down cities. What's wrong with that message? Let's not rob uh, old ladies and let's not burn down cities. And so 
CMT responds by taking that video down. Well, of course, you can still access the video on other social media sites. And so CMT is not the only place where it was or continues to be available. So it's out there. You can view it. The new story here, the story is going to be, what are the fans going to do? Are they going to call for a boycott of uh, CMT? Are they going to call for a boycott for CMT-sponsored events or product? Uh, We'll see what happens in the future. You know, will this escalate into something even more? Well, again, we're going to follow this story and uh, we're going to let you know as this story develops. Well, folks, again, thank you for listening to uh, Narrative Wars. We really appreciate it. Narrative Wars continues to expand its audience, and we are both in the United States and uh, internationally. In fact, a number of people have been uh, watching us from the UK, also Canada, so shout out. Uh, to those countries, and we have well surpassed the 2,000 program download mark, and we're uh, uh, marching on our way to the 3,000 download mark. We want to continue to say thank you for your support for our program, and uh, please, if you keep listening, we will keep producing free content for you uh, to keep you informed. Uh, You can continue to follow us on uh, social media, Getter, Twitter, True Social. Uh, Just search for Jeffrey K. Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S. And you can find us on these social media apps. For more information, go to our website, narrativewars.org. That's narrativewars.org. And when you listen to us on your favorite podcasting app, please five-star rate, follow, and please tell two to three like-minded friends. We don't ask much. Just share the program and what you like about the program, send them a link. Uh, Two to three like-minded friends is all we ask. And that's how we continue to expand the Narrative Wars posse. We truly appreciate your support. You're the reason why we do this program. Well, moving on to our next story, we're going to take a look at something that's going on in Oklahoma. Uh, Of course, we've been tracking Disney, and Disney is, uh, of course, gone woke. Uh, The the mouse is now uh, rainbow-colored, and they're uh, wokeified throughout their theme parks. And Disney is grooming children. Uh, uh, they're pedophiles at Disney are, are, are grooming children. And so there is a response because people are saying no to the Disney theme parks. The attendance is down. We'll talk about that some more. But there's a new theme park uh, that is going to be open very, very shortly in the in next few years, which is in Oklahoma. It's a 125-acre theme park designed by a team including... Now, this is ironically, this is re- really... Yes, it is ironic. It, it is, you know, Disney's going down in flames. People are ejecting from the sinking ship. 
And so according to this story, 20 former Disney Parks builders and Walt Disney Imagineers have also joined the the project. The new park will be called American Heartland. Uh, Let's give a listen to this. A massive $2 billion Americana-themed amusement park is opening in 2026. The American Heartland theme park and resort will include an amusement park comparable in size to Disney World's Magic Kingdom in Florida and Disneyland in California, but will be built on a thousand-acre property along the historic Route 66 and the heart of Northeast Oklahoma. In a press release, State Rep Rusty Cornwell said that Oklahoma is excited to welcome the theme park and resort, and he predicted that it would, quote, attract visitors from around the world who will come to experience and celebrate the rich cultures and hometown values America has to offer. American Heartland estimates that the park and resort will attract more than 4.9 million guests per year. The plans include classic amusement park rides, live shows, family attractions, waterways, and restaurants that will collectively create an Americana-themed environment. American Heartland CEO Larry Wilhite revealed that the state's business-friendly approach and stance on innovation is why Oklahoma was chosen as the location. The 125-acre theme park is designed by a team comprising of over 20 former Disney park builders and Walt Disney Imagineers. It will showcase six unique regions, each symbolizing a different chapter of the American story that story from the week justin clowns and that is july 18th 2023 uh this other story as a follow-up washington examiner paul bedard and that's april 12 2022 americans turn back on disney after lgbtq abc one two three baby you and me uh values embrace Now, nearly 7 in 10 Americans upset with Disney's embrace of the LGBTQ movement no longer want to do business uh, with Mickey Mouse and the woke mouse. And uh, instead, they're going to seek out family-friendly alternatives. That is an enormous uh, swath of America. 7 out of 10 are saying no. And actually, it makes a lot of sense because... Uh, all the polls say repeatedly year after year after year, about a third of the country uh, are far left uh, loons and they will uh, believe all of the latest stories that come out of the left wing media. You know what media outlets we're talking about. And that's the same group that, uh, is um, not bothered by uh, Disney going woke, but that leaves 70% of the country that uh, is seeking alternatives. Uh, That's just an enormous, far more than 100 million people, close to 200 million people. So we're they're looking for something else. They're looking for alternatives. Of course, there's hiking and national parks, which is... Uh, a great alternative. But uh, this, uh, according to this report, latest data said that 68.2% of voters are now less likely to do business with Disney. And of those, 57.2% are much less likely to buy from the entertainment giant known for its kid-friendly parks and movies. Of course, that is the brand that it was known for. The latest uh, run of movies have been flopping, and so people are not supporting 
uh, the Disney empire anymore. Their stocks are also crashing. Uh, continuing in the article, what's more, 69% said that they are likely to support family-friendly alternatives. So that makes a lot of sense that uh, this uh, new theme park uh, is coming online uh, soon in the next few years. Uh, $2 billion is going to be invested in this theme park Overall, they've got a thousand acres, but they're starting with a 125-acre theme park within the thousand acres, and then around the periphery, there's going to be hotels, there's going to be RV, and of course, extra uh, room for uh, logistics support and uh, future expansion of the initial 125 acres. But we're talking something on the scale of Orlando and Walt Disney World and also Anaheim, California. So this is a major investment, a major uh, bet, uh, a significant bet uh, by the people that are backing uh, this uh, theme park. And uh, so it, uh, it is worth, to, worth it to continue to uh, track this story. American Heartland, if you want to look it up. But again, in the show notes, you can follow up. Well, we continue now with Dictionary Wars, that section of the program where we look at a word or a phrase and how it is being changed and manipulated in order to influence society. Now, China is now working, and they have been working since 2019 on their own version of the Bible in order to uh, manipulate the thinking of the Chinese population. Uh, Webster in 1828 defined Bible as, by way of eminence, the sacred volume in which are contained the revelations of God, the principles of Christian faith, and the rules of practice. Now, we're going to listen to this clip. Uh, this is CBN News back in February 17, 2022, where they discussed discuss uh, China's project to rewrite the Bible. Uh, let's take a listen to this. This is cut number six. You know, the topic that we are going to discuss today is a somber one, and it has to do with China and religious freedom and religious liberty. One of the most shocking things that I have seen, and there have been many shocking things to come out of China, um, is this rewrite of scripture, is that the Chinese Communist Party has taken the Bible and sort of reimagined it in their own lens and worldview. Can you discuss this a little bit? Yeah, this is a, a project that the Chinese Communist Party announced in 2019. Now, at the time, they said it would be about a 10-year process, uh, but to release a, a new translation of the Bible that is more socialist, that is more Chinese, more culturally Chinese. And so they talked about working in uh, some Confucian principles into it, uh, working in some Buddhist principles into it, and, and really having this new translation that, that would really support the Communist Party. I mean, this so basically, it's no longer the Bible. It's something else entirely. And I think for those who don't know a lot about this issue, and that's why we're talking about it, what's the motivation? That's the simple question I think people would have. Why would the Chinese Communist Party make a decision to rewrite scripture? Well, the issue for the Chinese Communist Party is control. It is always about control. And 
they see the gospel, they see the Christian message as something that would take control away from the Communist Party. Well, that's absolutely right. The Communist Party looks at religion and particularly Christianity as something that is threatening their control, threatening their rulership. And most of my audience, most of you out there are, are aware that there are millions and millions of Christians uh, in communist China to this very day that are practicing their religion in an underground fashion. Uh, they are not uh, allowed to do this. They're not allowed to read Bibles and gather, but they do it in secret. And so the Communist Party being aware of this, they are trying to now manipulate the scriptures in order to manipulate the Christian religion and in order to control Christians. So let's take a look at this follow-up story uh, how the regarding the communists rewriting the Bible. And this is an example of what they are doing. Now, this is uh, taken from a uh, rewriting of the Bible and a uh, translation uh, that is being worked on. There was a textbook for a class on a professional ethics and law at a government-run university uh, technical school in China. And again, links are in the notes for this program. So uh, here is a passage from the Bible where there's an adulterous woman she's brought to Jesus and her accusers are asked if she would be killed by stoning for her sins. And in every authentically translated version of the scripture, Jesus responds, quote, let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her, unquote. These words disperse the angry crowd, and Jesus tells the woman, go, and from now on, sin no more. Very well-known passage of the Bible. Well, in the Chinese Communist Party version, uh, it takes a different turn. In the Communist version, or the Marxist commie version of the Bible, which is the not Bible, the unbible. In this uh, telling of the story, the crowd leaves, but Jesus tells the woman, quote, I too am a sinner, but if the law could only be executed by men without blemish, the law would be dead. Of course, Jesus never was a sinner. Christians understand him to be God in the flesh. And so this is a complete confusion rewriting of the Bible in order to deflate Christianity. And really, the purpose is to uh, confuse people as to who Jesus is and to take his authority away to uh, remove his divine nature. Well, moving on to our next story, Governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, is moving forward with a very creative solution. A number of things have been tried on the border, and yet millions of illegal aliens, millions of uh, illegal people have been entering into the United States of America. So now what they're doing is they are deploying floating barriers in the Rio Grande River in order to stop boats uh, from crossing uh, the Rio Grande into the United States. So let's give a listen uh, to this next story. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is moving forward with installing floating border barriers on the Rio Grande River despite some pushback from several left-wing groups. Governor Abbott first announced the barrier project last month to discourage migrants from crossing the Rio Grande. Joining me now to discuss the details, the spokesperson with the Texas Department of Public Safety, Lieutenant Chris Oliveris. Lieutenant, welcome. 
Good afternoon, Mike. Thanks for having me on. So talk to us about this buoy system that you guys want to do across the Rio Grande. How's it going so far? Well, Mike, I just got back from Eagle Pass, and this, the equipment was delivered yesterday on Friday. And this really shows that right now the state of Texas continues to take unprecedented action in the absence of the federal government to secure the border. And really, you know, if we look at the past two years and even up until now with this latest marine barrier that we're going to put in place, the governor has done far more than any other governor, in, you know, as far as securing the border. And that's, you know, Governor Abbott. And again, we continue to look for ways and infrastructure to secure the border, to prevent people from crossing between the ports of entry, because that's still taking place. And the river is very dangerous. So now having this marine barrier in place in the middle of the river will deter any unlawful crossings, will prevent drownings, and also will prevent human smugglers from bringing people across the river into the country illegally. So another added uh, layer of defense with, with, with already what we have in place. So that was Texas uh, Department of Public Safety spokesperson, Lieutenant Chris uh, Olivares, and he's talking about Greg, uh, Governor Greg Abbott's uh, buoy system to prevent people from crossing the border outside of the state's legal ports of entry, which is, this is where the uh, drug smuggling is taking place. This is where the child trafficking of illegal uh, aliens uh, are, are bringing in uh, minors uh, across uh, into the United States, and they're disappearing. Latest count is up to uh, an estimated 86,000 a year. And uh, this has been brought out and highlighted in uh, movies such as Sound of Freedom. And so uh, they want to stop this. The idea is that people would come into the ports of entry that are designated uh, into the United States so that there can be a control of uh, people and also, as was mentioned, the prevention of uh, drug smugglers and other illegal activity. This was uh, Fox News uh, July 9th, uh, 2023. Well, here are some interesting uh, points. Again, this is from Breitbart. And uh, this uh, story continues. The U.S. Department of Justice then sent a letter to Texas Governor Greg Abbott threatening legal action if the state does not remove the recently installed floating border barrier. Uh, Governor Abbott responded on Twitter. I love this. I love this. He responded, we'll see you in court, Mr. President. We got to say here at Narrative Wars, good job. Good job, Governor Abbott. Yeah, you just keep pushing back to against the uh, federal government, which refuses to protect Americans. That is uh, their job, but they're not doing it. Assistant Attorney General Todd Kim and U.S. Attorney for the Western District of Texas, uh, Jamie Esparza, sent a letter to Governor Abbott claiming the state illegally installed floating border barrier in the Rio Grande. Uh, so you can tell that uh, where their priorities are. When over 100,000 people died from fentanyl, and yet they don't want to impede the flow of illegal activity, illegal drugs. They don't want to impede the cartels from dominating uh, these border towns by moving drugs and personnel into the United States. No, They want to stop the state of Texas from protecting 
their uh, borders. The letter uh, claims the buoy barrier was installed without the approval of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Well, see, that's the premise. You know, oh, you didn't, you didn't talk to the Army Corps of Engineers, uh, and so you, you just can't have you install that. Uh, DOJ also claims the barrier violates the Rivers and Harbors Act by creating a hazard to navigate on the river. Well, it is a hazard to navigate when you got uh, drug dealers coming across. That's already what is taking place. Um, hundreds of thousands of drug dealers coming across, bringing their illegal drugs, which is killing Americans. But I guess that's no concern of Todd Kim and U.S. Attorney for a Western District, Texas. Uh, Governor Abbott responded on Twitter and declared Texas has the sovereign right to defend our border under the U.S. Constitution and the Texas Constitution. Absolutely, they do. Absolutely. The governor added that President Joe Biden's refusal to secure the border, quote, encourages migrants to risk their lives crossing illegally through the Rio Grande instead of safely and legally over the bridge. And now a few closing thoughts. Jason Aldean's song, Try That in a Small Town, is becoming a lightning rod moment across America. At a time when Americans are rushing to the movies to see Mission Impossible and Barbie, and at a time when Swifties are dressing up to see Taylor Swift at a concert tour that's generating close to a billion dollars of revenue from local retailers, hoteliers, and restaurants, Americans at the same time are voting with their dollars and their pocketbooks, of course, to preserve the land of the free and the home of the brave. Three notable trends this month are taking shape that are pushing back. First, Jason Aldean's phenomenal success of his song, Try That in a Small Town, is creating one of the most bifurcated moments in American country music. While country music fans are resonating with the sentiment of his song, which promotes small-town values of respect, patriotism, and hometown American pride, the executives at Country Music Television have also responded by canceling his music video. Some Aldean fans are calling for a boycott of CMT television and events. It's hard to say if CMT has committed a Bud Light level violation of trust of the consumers of CMT fare. Time will tell. In the meantime, Jason Aldean is now at the spearhead of a narrative war, and he's refusing to be silenced and his fans are energized. Americans are tired of the BS that the political left has been dishing out, and this is the beginning of a unified groundswell that longs to take America back. Second, Disney is tanking regarding movie ticket sales and theme park attendance. American parents are sick of the Disney fair, which has shifted to the grooming and indoctrination of children. Disney is no longer safe. So the question is, is there a safe place anymore to take your family and children? Well, the new $2 billion theme park uh, American Heartland is now planned in Oklahoma 
and it is a welcome response to what Disney is doing. One thing that Americans do rather quickly is that they adapt and they regroup themselves. If the zeitgeist is left-wing radical grooming at the once-safe Disney Mouse Kingdom, Americans are going to quickly pivot and they're going to seek other alternatives. The investors of the Oklahoma American Heartland theme park are betting that millions of Americans who've jettisoned from the Disney brand will seek refuge at the new theme park, which is not afraid to support American values void of the left-wing political nonsense. And finally, the old saying, don't mess with Texas, is reasserting itself. Texas officials are telling the federal government to off because Texas has the constitutional right to protect their borders. Well, apparently, Biden and his left-wing regime goons have forgotten that portion of the oath of office, which they swore, which states, quote, I do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, unquote. Last, we here at Narrative Wars observed there are millions of unvetted illegal aliens entering the country through Texas and other border states, along with hundreds of thousands of people dying from fentanyl overdoses and tens of thousands of minors disappearing at the southern border. Any sane person uh, would call these series of events for what it is. America is at war. We're being attacked by enemies, foreign and domestic. And we have a regime in power that's both complacent and it's actively participating in the destruction of America. Americans are tired of being censored and being told that we must mask up or shut up and be obedient, compliant, groupthink citizens. Well, that's not in our DNA as Americans. The political left has overplayed their hand and Americans are pushing back. Americans are not going to stand for that lie that certain businesses are essential and others are non-essential. Americans are not going to stand for the lie that we must trash our American history and rewrite it to be more woke-friendly. Parents still want to raise their children in stable communities where they can enjoy time with their families. Americans are sick and tired of an out-of-touch federal government which insists on dictating to its citizens how they should think and what they should buy and not buy. If the American dream is to be passed on to future generations, then now is the time to stand up in opposition to the woke, wrong-think activists that aim to steal the narrative from we the people. Until next time for Narrative Wars, I'm your host, Dr. Jeffrey K. Lyons. We the people are sick and tired. So tired